Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Your host, Nomad. I'm Sapien. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hope you guys had a good week out there. Actually, we could really give a shit. But I just thought I'd you know what? Nice. You know what? I care. I give a fuck if I had... Wait. What was the question? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't give a fuck if they had a good week. No, I really don't. <laughs> no offense. Uh, yeah, I just... Although, we... Although... It, September did finally come to an end, which means that was the end of all the number ones for DC 52. Yes. Now we're on to issue two. Yeah, now we're on to issue two, and will the momentum hold, and all that other good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But we'll get to that a little bit, get to some of those issue twos a little bit later. But um, just to give you a heads up, next week, we are going to have a rundown of all the 52s, all 52 number ones. Yes. And, uh... You know, discuss what we thought about them, and, you know, if you really gave a shit about it, then, you know, I mean, I I didn't even, I haven't read Teen Titans yet, but I know I can give a shit about that. Yeah. You know. There's there's a few books I haven't read yet that I do give a shit about. <laughs> that you haven't read yet? <laughs> yes, and then there's a few that I haven't read that I don't give a shit about, and I think I'm going to mix things up, and I'm going to read the ones I don't give a shit about first. Mm. Just, you know. Yeah. That's a little flair. That's yeah. a little little. Then I'll be like, oh, thank God, I can read the ones I want. <laughs> yeah, if you guys if you guys follow my Twitter, Lazy Nomad. Uh, nobody follows. <laughs> yeah, I know nobody follows. <laughs> all I got are sex bots on there. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, and G four depression. <laughs> oh yeah, G four. Yeah, G four and uh, and uh, thinking. I got them following me. So thinking I always vicious. every time I always seem like you know because when you follow Twitter, you know that shit goes up and down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I I scroll down. I'm like, oh, they still okay. So there's still some validity to me. Right. I feel a little okay. I'm a little. I have a little more sense of completeness. Hey, Think Geek follows me too, man. <laughs> Damn it. They follow anyone now. I see I'm depressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, if you, uh, I always go on Twitter and I always give, you know, I always give like my little tweet summations. Like right. Like last night I go, read. Uh, Superman number one and uh, and All Star Western, yeah. Hope uh, Dark Knight, you know, can bring it back. 
So, you know, and it, personally, it has. It has, so I'm in a good spot there. Uh, Justice League Dark, really nice book. You're, you'll, you're, you'll love that one. You'll, I think you'll like it. Artwork is pretty good. I like liking things. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to not, not liking things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's uh, got a lot of new releases coming out this week, so might as well just start jumping into the news. Yes. Um, speaking of things I don't like, <laughs> so scrolls the uh, okay. new the new game that coming out by Mojang, which who made Minecraft. Been arguing back and forth. Uh, Bethesda. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. Bethesda. Well, maybe, you know, just name this shit something legit. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I know it's a town. Whatever. Just you know, whatever. A big hospital. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, so <laughs> this this has got to be. One of the silliest court cases I've heard in a long time. Uh, Bethesda has decided to take Minecraft creator uh, Mojang to court uh, over this naming business. This news broke with Notch tweeting, The Scrolls case is going to court. Wee! <laughs> Smiley face. Uh, if you haven't heard, Bethesda sued Mojang due to the title of their upcoming card game, Scrolls. Um, it seems that Bethesda feels the name is too close to their flagship series, The Elder Scrolls. Daniel, Ka- Daniel Kaplan, Mojang's business developer, called the suit really silly, quote, <laughs> while speaking to sure, That was a direct quote. They weren't paraphrasing. No, that was a direct quote. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has the little thingies on it and everything. Uh, while speaking to Game of Sutra. Uh, but also added that... name has always just sounded... Game of Sutra. It's kind of sexy. It you know is kind of sexy. Like, yeah. I think of Laura Croft. Yeah. Yeah. The newer Laura Croft, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not not fucking PS1 Laura Croft. I don't know how anybody got off on that. Uh, you mean that uh, that squared off bottom that she had? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but also <laughs> added that a name change would be the worst case scenario. In my opinion, I can't see a court taking Bethesda's side on this. It honestly seems like Bethesda thinks they invented the word scrolls. Um, I understand, like, okay, it's close, so what? Yeah. I, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, there's a movie... With uh, yeah. with um, Ron Howard in it, I remember he didn't even get paid for that movie because he he got director's credit. That was yeah. that was the deal. Yeah, they were fucking. I don't see Ron Howard suing <laughs> fucking Rockstar. You know, it's just stupid, dude. But that's that's it. I mean, it's just. And even even Moji's not really taking. They're like whatever. They know they're not going to lose. So yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't understand. It's it's like when you know Apple tried to sue. Uh, uh, what was it? Android or Google for App Store? Yeah, it's like, you know, come and it's on, like guys. You're like, really, you you really? Why don't think- you focus your attention and your resources on making quality shit? Yeah, and stop focusing on some silly shit. Yeah, it's like going, oh, people make comp- if a person is confused enough to think that the Scrolls card game is in some way associated with Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Like that like, would it would be the same thing as saying, "Oh, the Dead Sea Scrolls." Oh, is that like a sequel to like Elder Scrolls? Yeah, I think no. Jesus should sue Bethesda. <laughs> there you go. Done. Done and done. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. Jeez. Suing people. All right. Well, it looks like uh, Michigan has no love for Marvel. Uh, it seems that there is no love for Marvel. For the second time, Michigan has lost out on filming a big-budget comic book movie in their state. North Carolina won the bidding war and is confirmed as a location for Iron Man 3. The last film Michigan lost out on was the partial filming of The Avengers, which they lost to Ohio. 
Initially, Michigan offered $13 million in incentives, according to the Detroit Free Press, but Marvel wasn't excited about that offer, thus began the search for an alternate venue. <laughs> Wait a minute, real quick. Thus began the search. <laughs> right? Yeah. I need Kate, uh, Kate Blanchett in here to do this. <laughs> to do hey, that a- intro was sick, wasn't it? Was, it was. Yeah. Uh, Marvel was looking for somewhere between 20 to $30 million, but Michigan state law requires legislative approval for any amount beyond $25 million currently allocated. In the end, both Michigan and North Carolina offered the same amount of $20 million. One main difference that North Carolina had guaranteed the offer. So, unlike Michigan, there was no need for approval. So, quote... Where does Michigan get off? Yeah. Getting upset. Like, whatever. This... They, had, uh, they were more prepared than we were to win that deal, said Senate Majority Leader Randy Richville. We did the same. Uh, we didn't seem to have learned the fir- uh, from the first one. Richard uh, Richardville said, referring to the re- to the Avengers. So this is good news for North Carolina, which seems they will see somewhere in the ballpark of sixty million in direct spending in the state, and seems that Michigan needs to get their house in order. However, in these tough economic times, states are tightening that the incentives for movies to film there. This is the wrong mindset to have, and Michigan is paying the price for their lack of a long-term vision. Like a dumb shit. Seriously. Didn't they lose? They lost Batman, right? Uh, yeah, they didn't get Batman. They, uh, they were really pining for, uh, freaking the Avengers, but because they weren't, again, they fell for that stupid ruling, and, um, so Cleveland's like, we'll, we'll do it. We'll let you blow up our city. Fuck yeah. And, yeah. And New York had them, and, you know, everybody else had the Avengers. Yeah. Except Michigan. Well, a, a, a state that right now only claim to fame is Robocop and 8 Mile. Hey, you know what, though? If you're going to have... Well, fuck 8 Mile. But if you're going to have one claim to fame... Robocop. Robocop. Are they still making that statue, dude? I don't know, dude. I want to follow up on Get that. Get it done. That I'll fly over there just to take a picture. Just, <laughs> uh. All right. All right. So... All right. Although this isn't really much of a surprise to anyone... Uh, Microsoft announced Gears of War 3 sold over 3 million copies in its first week. Really? I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Currently, <laughs> dick. Currently, Gears of War Gears of War 3, in its first week, quote, has already grossed more than any 2011 video game to date. Microsoft also claims that the latest entry into the Gears of War franchise has brought lifetime sales of the Gears... Of the gear, ooh, I forgot. I forgot a word in my article. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why, but it turned me on a little bit. Um, of the Gears franchise, over the billion dollar mark. Uh, the game is also the only Xbox 360 exclusive to reach this milestone after being introduced during the current console generation. Basically, the game is kicking ass. I love how Microsoft—they—they they will find every little fucking thing it did first, right? Um, now let's see if. It can hold this little record when Battlefield 3 drops and fucking Call of Duty 3 drops and all well, the that, it, It's all about spin. It's all about to say, look, we did this much. We know we won't keep this momentum going. But right now we but did right it. now we did yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we won't give a shit that Call of Duty and Battlefield will sell like a zillion copies. And if you would like to read the full press release on the matter, please visit thelazygeeks.com. <laughs> I love press releases, don't you? I love just... Just really adds content to a short piece. You know what I mean? Just that's what she said. <laughs> oh man! So it seems that Spotify has some serious balls. Ooh. <laughs> now, some of you may know that Spotify was having trouble getting into the mainstream in the states. 
but it seemed to finally make some inroads. Well, most recently, they have complete integration with Facebook so people can share the music they're listening to. For long-time users, you can still use the service without having to link to Facebook. Not the same for any, um, not, uh, the same will not be available to new users though. According to All Things D, which is a great site by the way, any person that signs up for a Spotify account has to have a valid Facebook profile. Yeah, you heard me. You need to have a Facebook, you need to have Facebook in order to sign up for Spotify. According to Angela Watts, a Spotify rep, this is what she had to say in her email. As an existing Spotify user, you can still use the service without actively using Facebook. However, from last Thursday, all new users will have to have a Facebook account to join Spotify. To us, this is all about creating an amazing new world of music discovery to make this as good as and simple as it possibly can be. We've integrated Spotify login with the Facebook login by adopting Facebook uh, by adopting Facebook's login. We created a simple and seamless social experience. And they can change that quote to "We wanted to find a way to make more money." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we Facebook wanted it done on their terms, and this is how we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, this will not only anger people that may not want to sign up and either a don't have a Facebook account or b don't want to share their music on Facebook. That's the thing, because honestly, yeah. who doesn't have a Facebook? Right. But still. I don't want everyone knowing what I'm listening to. Like, if I'm listening to shit with my kids, yeah. like, wheels on a bus go round and round, I want that shit on my Facebook, dude. Yeah, we all have music that we wish no one other than our pets want. No, we listen to. Spice Girls' greatest <laughs> hits and shit. Now, to be honest, you can select a with me only option, but that doesn't take away the fact that you need to have one to get the other. If you have been following how hard it was for um, Spotify to become a mainstay in the States, only to look back about a year, especially all the backlash they received from Apple, this is how they welcome people to their service by requiring them to have a Facebook profile. I'm pretty sure that it will turn off many people into signing up for their service, and they'll eventually reverse that soon. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I personally, you know, I have, we, we all have Facebooks here. But I don't like being told what. To yeah, do. I don't like the fact that oh well, you need to have this. Why? Yeah, that makes okay. no. That only makes sense. Like that's only helping you, not yeah. helping me. Yeah, because I mean, seamless social experience. I don't give a shit if yeah. people know what I'm listening Listen, to. Yeah, so at what? I mean, iTunes has ping. Nobody uses that. No. You know, and it's it, it's it's ridiculous to the point of say like, oh well, you know, yeah, we you should share your friends. It'll it'll and I and in another article they were claiming that um, oh yeah it. It'll allow people to see music that they wouldn't normally listen to. Now, if Thugmaster Mike is going to listen to... <laughs> Thugmaster Mike! <laughs> in full effect, bitches! <laughs> is listening to, you know, I don't know, uh, something by Wilson Phillips. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to be listening right, right, to that, right, right. you know. You know. And but, I think it's just a matter of why do we have to post every single damn thing we're doing on a I social network? I don't understand that. It's like, what happened to... Not listen, you know. Not the there's you lose that sense of um, anonymity. Yeah, you really do. I've had I've had people tell me you should post more on Facebook, and I'll say why. It's like well, so we can know what you're up to. I mean, why you why you want to know what I'm fucking up to? <laughs> Get out of my business. What are you the fucking police? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who you been talking to? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. Speaking of the police. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker. This... Speaking of the police. Um. God, see now I'm off track. Now you're off track. 
Ellie Ellie Noir. Yes. <laughs> Ellie Noir will be coming to the PC very soon. Uh, Rockstar announced yesterday that crime solving the crime solving adventure game Ellie Noir will be coming to the PC on November eighth in the US and November eleventh in Europe. Not only will it be coming to the PC, but it will be coming in the form of a complete edition. This adds 3D support as well as all the DLC missions. That's a lot of DLC. <laughs> um, recently, Damn, what's that going to be for like the Xbox like six discs now? <laughs> I know. I've recently really gotten into this game and can't say enough great things about it. Uh, for those PC gamers out there that may not have had time to pick it up, pick it up now when it comes out on November 8th. <laughs> because um, the game is amazing. But real quick, the specs. Make sure your computer can play it. Uh, <laughs> I just have specs. I don't have recommended and, and minimal. I just have specs. So Windows 7 or Windows Vista Service Pack 1 or Windows XP Service Pack 3. Oh. Or on live for PC or Mac. So I guess it's going to be on, on live as well, which is kind of cool. Uh, processor Intel dual core 2.2 gigahertz to quad core 3.2 gigahertz. Oh, okay, so it's minimal and recommended in uh, one pack. Isn't that sexy? Oh, yeah. Uh, or an AMD dual core 2.4 gigahertz to quad core 3.2 gigahertz. Uh, RAM 2 gig to 8 gig. So shitty to good. Um, <laughs> hard drive space 16 gigs. We all knew that was going to happen. Um, video card NVIDIA GeForce 8600 GT 512 megabytes to NVIDIA. GeForce GTX 580, 1536 megabyte. Good God. <laughs> Radeon HD 3000, 512 megabyte 2. Radeon HD 6850, 1024 megabytes. Uh, sound card, DirectX 9 compatible. And what? DVD, ROM drive. Basically, if your computer can run Grand Theft Auto 4, you're probably going to be okay. <laughs> um, yeah, this game's amazing. So it's, it's great that it's moving over to the PC for those that don't play on consoles. There are a lot there. I know, there are. It's still kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Well, because when you invest so much money in your computer... Yeah, you want to fucking you know what get, I mean? the, get the most out of it. Yeah. And if I had a PC that was designed for that, I probably would be using more of that yes. portal and yes. all that other... Yes. And of course, you, you need, you know, um, the Skynet computer to run Battlefield. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Skynet... <laughs> needs to run the background <laughs> process. Oh my god. Well, it looks like uh, DC's had a banner month. As we start breaking into the second month of DC's uh, 52 reboot, this gives us pause to look back and see how much the initial month uh, was an expected success. If we go into the second month, as we go into the second month of the new 52, Diamond Distributors has already informed DC that they've completely sold out of this past Wednesday's comics and will be going back for a second printing. To say that this week was already sold out is to be expected, especially if you've seen some of the issues that came out last week with number one debuts like Batman the Dark Knight, Superman, West, All-Star Western, and Justice League Dark. The four previously named comics were on my pool list, and uh, there were nine more issue ones that were coming out, including The Flash, which sold out immensely, and Aquaman. Aquaman, which has been the butt of jokes is the 11th title of the New 52 to already pass 100k in orders. This raises stock in Aquaman to the rank of Justice League, Action Comics, Batman, Batgirl, Batman and Robin, The Dark Knight, Detective Comics, Superman, The Flash, and Green Lantern. Uh, not bad for a superhero that mo many people forget is even a superhero. 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Batman joined uh, Justice League and Action Comics in the ranks of selling more than 200,000 copies, while Justice League had already gone back for its fourth printing. While most of the buzz is primarily positive in the in reviews of these comics, the big question is right now, are these comics going to keep enough people coming back for issue two? And we won't find out till next week, is if, or, or this current week, actually, uh, to see if, if these issues will continue to be under the same demand. But... Or if people were simply buying most of these because they believe the variant covers were going to be, you know, worth more. Uh, but I tend to believe that comics like Action Comics and Detective Comics hitting the shelves will probably see sell-out sell out numbers again. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that this has generated buzz and may have re, um, renewed interest in the art form. But this could have a major impact on other publishers if this continued to work in DC's favor. Well, other publishers, mostly Marvel, consider doing the same thing if if things get better for DC. Not likely. I think they'll continue to try and further uh, the expanding universe of the Ultimates a bit more, if that's mm -hmm. the case. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so far, you know, DC's been... Chugging right chugging along. Chugging right along, yeah. I mean, it's although it is kind of weird, like Aquaman... You know, it, it kind of, there's some titles... Aquaman's a really powerful character, though. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he's always been done badly by a lot of yes. bad writers. Yes. And, you know, so it, it is kind of weird to see, like... And especially a lot of comic uh, websites now are saying, like, 10 reasons why Aquaman is now a badass. Yeah. Which... Well, Aquaman... But is, he did kind of come out that way in Flashpoint. He's... Yeah. He, you saw him kind of be more... Aquaman's like, supposed to be like Neptune. Supposed yeah. to be like a modern rendition of Neptune. Um... I hope it gets bigger. I mean, Aquaman's a cool thing, but it's just always been done so poorly that yeah. I never cared. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it looks like uh, looks like it's time for some new releases. Yay! <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> so what do we got for Netflix? Uh, Ironclad. The Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. The, the movie or the cartoon? The movie. Yeah. Uh, the Encounter. Raising Hope Season 1. And Life Unexpected, Season 1 and 2. Wow. Uh, currently on Instant View, you've also got The Blues Brothers, and Breaking Bad Season 1, and Little Big Soldier. Anybody gives a shit about that one? I don't even know. <laughs> For games, the month of October is here. Uh, Dark Souls. Oh, this is all for October 4th. Dark Souls, uh, Rage, Payday the Heist, NBA 2K12, and Spider-Man Edge of Time also... Reviews for NBA 2K12 have been ridiculously good. So if you're an NBA fan, I was thinking fan, about that. I was actually thinking about. Yeah, I haven't. I. It's been a while since I played an NBA game, so it's actually really consider maybe trying it out. Yeah, the the reviews have been really good. If you're into um, basketball games, that, that seems to be the one to pick up. And Dark Souls looks like it's going to beat the shit out of you because that <laughs> those, the game's known for that. Uh, theaters, ugh. The Human Centipede 2. Really? <laughs> yeah. it's like, hey, it's coming out. Yeah. The limited release, Human Centipede 2. I never saw the first one, and I will never see yeah, the first one. Yeah, I will one. never see the first it's one. Disgusting. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Nomad's favorite, Real Steel, uh, coming out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we move on to DVDs. <laughs> I need to get away from that one. Uh, let's see, we got Weird Al Yankovic Live, the Apocalypse Tour. Alpocalypse Tour, sorry. If you're if you're into it, yeah. If you're into that, Beauty and the Beast 3D edition, really? Why uh, not? Made, <laughs> Disney making money? What? 
Bored to Death Season 2, Fast Five, which is actually a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was surprised by it. Jackie Brown on, on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah. The League Season 2, which, go. gotta get that. Lion King Diamond Edition, and I'll call it, of course, I don't know why you would want this, the Lion King Trilogy, because... Yeah, there, there was, like, Lion King 1 and 2, and then there was 1 and a half. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So... Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's a classic movie, dude. Scream 4... Pulp Fiction! Yeah. Friday Night Lights, the complete series. So, uh, oh yeah. Mm, League Season 2 is there twice. <laughs> that's how good it was. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, it. That's why it's there. <laughs> that's why it's there. Comics, another big one. So, movie. obviously, DC, a lot of number twos. Uh, Action <laughs> Comics, number two. Also, All Star Superman uh, trade paperback. Go pick that up That's if you like Grant that. That's the Grant Morrison one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Animal Man number two. Um, number one's also going in a second printing this week. Uh, Batman: The Long Halloween New Edition trade paperback. If you haven't read that, read it because it's really good. Uh, Batwing number two. Uh, DC Comics presents Batman: The Demon Laughs that looks number cool. one. That looks really good. Uh, Green Arrow number two. Hawk and Dove number two. Huntress one of six. Uh, Justice League International 2, Men of War 2, OMAC 2, Penguin Pain and Prejudice 1 of 5, little Penguin Mini, want to check that out, Red Lanterns number 2, Static Shock number 2, and Stormwatch number 2. Boom! And we've got, uh, continuing on with that, we've got uh, Detective Comics number 2, Walking Dead number 89 from Image, uh, we've got issue number 5, X-Men Schisms, uh, Avengers 1959 number 1, Deadpool number 44, Moon Knight number six, which has been getting great reviews. I've had the first two issues and I wasn't all that impressed with it. Maybe it got better later, yeah. but it seems to be a, a favorite for a lot of people. X twenty three number fifteen and uh, issue number four for the Red Skull Mini from Marvel. So and sometimes like the first five issues is almost like a pilot. Yeah, it might not be all that great. Yeah. And after five issues, if it hasn't moved into great, then it ain't gonna be. Great. Then it ain't gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. All right. So this week. Uh, <laughs> this week I decided to do what I needed to do, and uh, I had to handle some business. Get it done, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I have a, I have the old fat PS3, 40 gig. So, you know, I've been doing research online, reading forums and shit like that, and everybody said doing switching your hard drive was actually pretty easy. Even Asian Fury told me it was pretty easy, which I'm gonna beat his Asian ass when I see him next time. Uh, Sexy. <laughs> But, uh... Oh, wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so I decided that I was going, okay, you know what? I've watched the videos. I've read all the stuff. It seems fairly easy. Right. Well, I'll go ahead and do it. Well, right off the bat, I fucking problems. Because, you know, as, as I, I know now, you know, game consoles require FAT32 FAT hard drives. Yes, they do. Well... Partitions. Partitions. And unfortunately, most externals are NTSF. Yes. If not all. The only thing that doesn't run on that is flash drives. You can, which you you can do. But if you have enough, I don't have a 32 gig flash drive. Yeah, many people don't. (laughs) (laughs) So I had, my ass had to go and I I already decided that I was going to get a portable hard drive because, you know, traveling and filming stuff, I want to keep it all separate off my laptop. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. So I go ahead and get one, of course. Find out later. Oh, it's not reading it? Oh, well, then you need to do the FatFit32. Well, I picked up an iOmega 
And one cool thing about the iOmega is if you find out, uh, it actually, if you type in, you know, iOmega to game consoles, it'll actually take you to their own PDF brochure that shows you how to do it. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh yeah, if you, um, they go, you might need to convert it, so go over here, look for our fat converter, and download that, and it'll take care of it for you. That's so cool. I was like, okay, made it a little easy, did that. Two hours later, after it recognized it, and I finally transferred back to all that <laughs> shit over. <laughs> I'm like, all right, time to set, time to set it back. Just sitting there going, what the fuck? Yeah, and so I go to send it back. I, I go to 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 boot it up after I go ahead and oh yeah, and the uh, replacing of the hard drive doesn't look anything like in any of the videos I've seen. So my, you know, they're like, yeah, you need to open it, then you need to pull the notch and then push it forward and then pull it right out. And this one was just like unscrewing the. Basically, the hard drive almost fell out. Yeah. I was like, really? Okay. It's like, really? Yeah. Is this is, is this how it's going to be? Yeah. And and then, of course, you have that one fucking screw, dude. It's yeah, always you can never reach can, or... It, it, it went in, but it never went in straight. It started to go crooked. I'm like, really? I'm looking at the... I'm lining it up, and it's perfect. Yeah. You go in there, and then suddenly the nut goes, you know, fuck off. <laughs> and fuck all the way off. Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> fuck all the way off. Both of you. And uh, so, but it fit, so I threw it in there. That's all that needs to happen, you know what uh, I'm saying? In most cases. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so then I decide, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, reinstall. I'm going to do the update. Right. Well, now it's not recognizing of the hard drive. Of course it's not. Yeah. Why would it? I know. You know, I thought, huh, funny, on every video they always show, and this is what pisses me off the most, is like, you, there's always these little important steps that they always skim over. Yeah. You know, much like when you read instructions, they're like going, oh, yeah, you need to do this. And then, you know, you'll see like five pages of, oh, if this didn't work, maybe you want to add this in there, too. <laughs> it's like, really, dude? You could have saved what? me about four hours. Why are you teasing me? <laughs> Seriously. It's like, this is worse than blue balls. <laughs> and, and uh, But then I found through Google searching, which is, you know, you know, are these the drawers we're looking for kind of thing. Right. Uh, I went ahead and found the that I could go to Sony and get the firmware update. Then I had to go through a flash drive. So which means I had to disconnect my because you only get two ports. Right. <laughs> so I had and and you and the PlayStation Three controller only works if it's plugged in when you're in that stage. Yes. So I'm like, okay, great. So then I had to put in the flash drive, boot it from there, set up the whole fucking thing like I just bought it. And then it's like, the name for the console, and it's like, I think I put bullshit, and then <laughs> and then I set the time and all that stuff, and then it's like, and then I was like, okay, fine, plugged in the thing. Then it's like, oh, okay, we detect something, oh, you want to back up from this? Okay, now we need to reformat again. And then the reformat, and then it sets up, so I'm like, what was the point of doing all of that? Because it's like, it was easy, but you had to go through a bunch of fucking bullshit just to go, oh, wait. Fuck, I'm gonna yeah. do this. It's like, it's like IKEA when you buy something and it's just a diagram yeah. of all the stuff you need to do. Fuck and, language. <laughs> but what pissed me off is that a lot of these quote unquote people that like to tell you, oh, this is how easy it is to do, they never fully tell you there are certain areas that might be a problem. Yeah. Now, I understand that I'm gonna guarantee that most people probably it wasn't that easy to do. Uh, but, you know, finding that you had to... And, and this is where I kind of think... this We're not reviewing DVDs. We're not reviewing comic books. You can skip out some of the stuff. Right. But if you're going to do a how-to and you came across certain issues... Because I actually thought about doing videotaping, doing this. 
And then I thought, yeah, then I would have had to bleep out every other thing where I'd be like, mother, <laughs> really? You piece of shit. You know, <laughs> you, know you son of a motherless goat. Yeah. You know? Whoa. <laughs> but that was the thing is that I, I, I looked at a lot of this stuff and I was like going, you could have just simply gone ahead and said, okay, this may not work for you, but if it doesn't, it, if, it, if you're seeing this kind of area, you may need to use this. Yeah. You may need to go here. You may need to go to this site. And that was one of the things, like, in the, the when I started doing it, where I found the firmware update. And they go, and this one dude, I, I think the guy's name is Travis or whatever, but he was, like, going, if it's not loading up, you may need to use this firmware, back it up onto a flash drive and use it. Gave you the link. So I went over there, and, of course, it was probably an older link, and it went redirecting, and they, yeah. but still gave me to the newest thing. Went on there. It was easy to do. And then the... Um, when the uh, new hard drive wouldn't format. This is what you need to do first. First you needed to do this, then you need to do that, then you're good to go. But it was just, it was simply, and then not saying that you need, it needs to be FAT32. Because, yeah. you know, that there's little stuff like that because, I mean. They just assume you know. Yeah, and that's the problem is because you're going to say, you know, there's a lot of people out there and, uh, you know, it, and I'm one of those that if I don't see something recurring in all instructions, I'm going to figure, okay, that must not be important. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you start going ahead and then you get people that may not know and they're like, oh, this is too fucking hard and not do it. And then they waste the money on that shit. Yeah. But, you know, then it was just, it to me, that just seems like if you're going to do it, you may want to say, oh, by the way, troubleshoot. If this isn't happening, you may want to go here. If this is not happening, here. If you have any problems, check further down. Yeah. You know, just just little things like that. And, you know, so for me it was it was it was annoying. I got it done. But it was just annoying because I'm one of those guys and you know, I like to make sure I have all the information when I go into it. Mm-hmm. So when I search things and I see, okay, it all seems to follow the same pattern, okay, I'm good. I'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am. I just like I'll figure it out. And then it's always you know, can I get that copy of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> again? Because yeah, my I was trying to do something with my computer and <laughs> something happened. Remember that virus that I told you disappeared? Hey, it all works out in the end. <laughs> yeah, know. when you have to reinstall Windows, it but, all works out in the end. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. But you know, uh, and the cool thing was, is I was almost going to use my existing external, and I was like, oh, that would have been bad if I had to do a partition at F3, <laughs> at Fat Thirty Two. I would have fucked everything else I would have had on there. Well, you could have shrunk the NCFS partition. Yeah, but then it would just be more of a hassle, and just didn't need it. It's like three clicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was two clicks when I reformatted the FAT32 back into the NTFS. They should have more detailed instructions. Yeah. Because I remember I came in, and, and you were telling me about, I'm like, yeah, it needs to be FAT32. Like, I know that. That's from a geek about it, you know what I mean? But not everybody's going to know that shit. Should have called me, motherfucker. Should have picked up the phone. <laughs> this is from a guy who sometimes answers my emails like six hours later. <laughs> what am I sitting in front of the like, computer like like this? My hands, my head in my hands. Yeah, yeah, like Just that. Staring at She's the screen. Exactly like that. That's that's how you should be. <sighs> that was a bit annoying. Yeah, and, uh, I, I and I looked at it. And I, I looked from my point of view, and I thought, you know what? You know, this this kind of illustrates to me what I think things should do. So, in how-tos, I may, you know, like go, yeah, it's pretty easy once you figure it out. 
Yeah. You know, and then do it. But, uh, you know, it's just still kind of annoying to do. Yeah, I don't like when stuff isn't laid out. Then you gotta go searching for it. And then you get nervous because the PlayStation's not cheap. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna break I, it. I don't want to fuck it up yeah. <laughs> too bad. Because it's like, I don't got the money to go out there and buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's all back together. And I downloaded the open beta for Battlefield oh. 3. Oh, oh, yeah. I downloaded for my PS3. Um, I should download for my Xbox 2. And I'm going to download on the PC. Oh. Now what? <laughs> and what? I don't have a computer for that run on the PC. You can download your Xbox? Yeah, yeah, I should download my I Xbox. I should download my Xbox because my, um, my uh, disk drive is broken on the Xbox. I'll have something to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking. What about the old one? What about the old one? Disk drive's broken on the old one, too? Are we discussing this right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Battlefield 3. <laughs> Um, no Battlefield <laughs> <laughs> 3 is coming out soon. So is Call of Duty. Specifically October 25th for Battlefield 3, November 8th for Call of Duty. Um, there's been a lot of talk of, oh, which one's better? This one's better? People just talking steady shit. And obviously, who gives a damn? Because you can just buy both of them. It's not, yeah. it's not like you're saying which is better to live, China or America. You can pick <laughs> one. You know, you, you can pick both of them. With video games, whatever. So I got a little, um, went to GameMarshall.com, little comparison sheet. And I want to go over this, and then just talk about how we feel about, like, what we're more excited about. Because, of course, you can have a game you're more excited about, that doesn't mean the other one sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, alright, so I already said the release dates. Battlefield 3, October 25th, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, November 8th. Uh, leading platform for Battlefield 3 is PC. Call of Duty doesn't have a leading platform. It's pretty much even on all platforms. Battlefield used to only be on the PC. So, you know, just saying. Uh, available platforms, PC, both of them PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. Suggested retail price, both are at $59.99. $60 for those who were tricked by the, the penny last to make it look cheaper. Um, game engines, Battlefield 3 runs on the new Frostbite 2.0. That um, was brand new engine. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 works on the improved Modern Warfare 2 engine. So take that as you as you want. Uh, but console frame rate, um, this is not PC, it's console. Battlefield 3 runs at 30 frames per second. Call of Duty runs at 60 frames per second. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, multiplayer player cap. <clears throat> Battlefield 3 on the console's 24 players. So it's uh yeah, 24 players on the console. On the PC it's 64. Damn. Which is pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty's not confirmed. We don't know. Uh, multiplayer gameplay style. Battlefield 3 is sandbox vehicle warfare. Very open areas. You know, stuff like that. Um, Call of Duty's just standard gun on gun. It's more close co quarter. You're just popping, popping, popping. Pop yeah. Like, keep moving. Um, co-op modes are pretty cool because Battlefield 3 has, um, has a co-op mode as a separate campaign. So you can, you can play a co-op campaign separate from your single player campaign. Um, co-op mode in Modern Warfare 3 is a spec op thing. I mean, if you've ever played Modern Warfare 2, you know all about spec op. Uh, dedicated server support. Battlefield 3 does have it, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, we don't know yet on, on Call of Duty 3. It's a maybe. Uh, online stats and social tools, which have become very popular with these games. 
battle log for Battlefield 3, which is completely free to use. It's going to track all your stats, everything, how many people you've shot in the face, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Call of Duty 3 has the Call of Duty Elite, which has a free model and a paid model. Obviously, the paid model will give you more features. Uh, announced DLC packs. Battlefield 3 has announced two packs out the gate. Modern Warfare 3 hasn't announced any, but that doesn't mean they're not going to have any. They just haven't announced any. It, it, but as far as Call of Duty goes, it looks like they're going to throw all their hat into the COD Elite. So we might have to wait just a little bit longer for the for, yeah. uh, for any DLC for them. Yeah, so basically both games are in the same genre. They're both first-person shooters. They're both in modern times. They're both involving warfare. So... It's natural for people to say, "Oh, this one's better. This one's better. This one's better." This I was just thinking when you when you said that, you're like, "It's natural." There's a but. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's completely natural that people are going to say, "Well, this one's better. Well, this one's better." Well, first of all, no it, one knows which one's better because they're not out yet. Yeah, and also too, you got to remember too that for you know uh, people to claim, "Oh, this one's better. This one's better," it's perspective. Exactly. It, it's whatever you're more into, and. God, just with all the hate that I see out there, you know, it's just like, fucking, you know, and, and regardless of what you say about Activision, you know, and, and, and whether their policies are, you know, you don't like, take them or leave them, whatever, but that's just the thing, it's just like, people like games for different reasons. Now, more mainstream people like Call of Duty. More, you know, more... You know, gamer types may like or the PC crowd, or the PC crowd, Battlefield. Yeah, leans to Battlefield, but it doesn't mean it's better or it doesn't mean it's worse. You know, it just means that people like certain things, and and just and then the fact that it, it went up to the CEO level. Yeah, like, you know, that got silly. Like, come like, on, shut up, guys. You know, this this you know it could turn people into like you know what, fuck it, I ain't getting any of your games. To be honest, if one succeeds, it's only going to help the other one. Yeah. Because they can coexist. It isn't a... There can only be one mentality. It this isn't a highlight. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and people there get like that. Like, this one. is this is the only first-person shooter that you need to buy. No. I, I play countless. Lately, I've, I've played... I've beaten two recently. And I have mm -hmm. more coming. Like, first-person shooters, first-person shooters. Because they have different storylines. Yeah. They're slightly different. I mean, just because it's the same genre doesn't mean it's a carbon copy. Exactly. Battlefield 3 focuses... And let's get down to multiplayer, because that's what we're really fucking talking about. Mm. And single player is a storyline, you get through it, that's great. Then everyone hops on a multiplayer. Uh, Battlefield has vehicles. Battlefield is sprawling landscapes. Sandbox. I mean, you could spend half your time just running somewhere because your dumb ass is too late to get a Jeep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, which is... A style of multiplayer. Yeah, and then we have it's more of it's it's definitely more that GTA. It's more GTA. It's also very much more squad based. Yes, because if you want to be successful, you're gonna get yeah. with your friends. You're gonna talk. You're like, okay, you take here. Let's flank these. Whatever. Modern Warfare is more. <laughs> Modern Warfare Three is much more cutthroat. It's much yeah. more fast. <laughs> definitely, come on, yes. cutthroat. I mean, now they all have variations. They all have different play uh, modes. Which changed the game up. Different locations. Different locations, yeah. different, like, capture the flag, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, when it really gets down to it, one is slightly different than the other in multiplayer. What, I would say more, like, Battlefield will more be team-orientated, as opposed to Call of Duty, where it's kind of, 
you, you start off kind of with the group, but then you're really out to kind of get yourself. See, for me, and this is my perspective, and it's all about perspective. When I play a dice game, which which would be Battlefield 3, or Medal of Honor, or stuff like that, I always get that feeling that I'm in a group. Like, when I'm playing single player, I, I feel like I'm in a squad. I'm right. listening to people, like Medal of Honor, and which Medal of Honor is supposed to be um, have a lot of that basic framework for the core gameplay of Battlefield 3. Um, I had I had to listen to the people in the storyline to know what I was doing, or I jumped the gun, I fucked up. You know? Right. When I play a Call of Duty game, I feel like I'm the ultimate badass. You know what I mean? Like, it's me against the fucking world. There's people, there's squad members, but they don't really do much. Sapien as Chuck Norris in Call of Duty. Yeah! <laughs> the Octagon 2. <laughs> you know, it's just like... And then, and yeah, and that's true. Now that you, you bring that up, I, I, I do understand that because... When you you know when you're in Medal of Honor and you're running around through the uh, and you're especially doing stealth missions, you're always hearing the guy go, "No, let's be too ca- don't be too be careful." You know we don't want to, you know, give yeah, you hold kind of back, the, yeah. hold back, don't jump in there. There's too many of them. We got to hold back. Yeah. When you're in Call of Duty, you do whatever the fuck you do whatever you the fuck yeah. you want, and then maybe one guy will throw a kernel of you know, oh, it's a little, t- it's you know. Oh, you need to switch your weapon or something. But it's like that. always story based. Like it has but something it, to do with the story. Yeah, and you always have the guys around you that are following you. They're never lead. You're never. They're never leading you. But at the same time, you always have that. Uh, I can do whatever, and they're only there to accent it, throw you stupid one liners or whatever. Right. And 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 yeah. Now that you bring that up, yeah, I I do understand it. It is two different mentalities. And it's not. And like we're saying. Not one is better than the other. I prefer Battlefield because I like that squad-based mentality. Yeah. I like that I have to listen Because I kind of geek out on it. I get into it. Like, I feel like I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Call of Duty, to me, That's is... That's what she said. Ooh. <laughs> Call of Duty, to me, is like a realistic Halo. Yeah. You're the ultimate weapon. Like, you're you're just the greatest soldier that's ever touched the Earth. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and also, we get this from the roots of the games. I mean... Call of Duty has always been that ultimate soldier mentality, all when they were only doing World War II games. Um, Battlefield started, Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 2, as essentially a battlefield. There was no storyline. It was just a big multiplayer game where people just shot the crap out of each other. And, it, it, and they were one of the first first-person shooters to implement um, squad-based tactics, to implement... Um, you didn't have to, because back then no, not a lot of people were chatting while they were playing... Um, you could press like certain key buttons to shout out like to the left or cover my back or something like that. Right. So it, it all comes from where it comes from. Um, I come from a PC gaming background, so I'm, I kind of really like the Battlefield games. But I don't understand why it's you have someone who's like, okay, the, the, I prefer the Battlefield games. So why why does it make sense for me to go Call of Duty sucks monkey balls? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know. And and that's the thing, and that that and it goes back to the internet. The internet allows people to talk out of their ass. Yeah. And and I, you know, we're here. We're not going to sit there and say Battlefield Three all the way, fuck Call of Duty, or vice versa. We're not going to say that because I I particularly like Call of Duty. Was a little let down with Black Ops. Really impressed with um, with uh, uh, Medal of Honor. Really surprised with that game. Well, Medal of Honor was a dice game. Though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Black Ops was very by the numbers. For yeah, me. it was fun. It was fun, but, but it was just as fun as Modern Warfare Two because it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I felt it was a bit inferior to Modern Warfare yeah. Two, and 
which kind of was a letdown for me. And uh, well, yeah, you don't want to buy the newest game, and it's and not it's, as good as the not first as good one. as the other one. And so, in which case, I was like, but then when I got Medal of Honor, I started to uh, really kind of play around with that game, and really felt. Okay, yeah. cool. I this was a good game. This. I tore through the game. I, I borrowed it from Nomad, and I think in, in three days I, I killed it. Yeah. Which was which was pretty quick for me, because I don't really get that much gaming time. Yeah, especially for a first-person shooter. Yeah. You really don't. It, it takes you a while. Yeah. To kind of... Now you're, now you're balls deep in L.A. Noir. Yeah. Balls deep. <laughs> I only died twice in Metal of Honor, dude. You're balls in. Yeah, oh. balls deep. You're balls I in. I only died twice. Twice? Twice. Yes, sir. That's not bad. It's called being a boss, my friend. And I play it on normal. I don't, nobody bumps it to easy. <laughs> Only steady bitches bump it to easy. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is... <laughs> end, of the, end of the day, I... My personal opinion is I personally am more excited about Battlefield 3. What, what, what are you more excited about? Uh, I personally am because of the way because of the predecessors Medal of Honor and Black Ops I am more excited about Battlefield 3 but watching a lot of the online gaming watching all of the play and the story and the, the, the way it, uh, Modern Warfare 3 looks good right you know um and fighting in urban center. I, I just I, I think that that's gonna cool. At the end of the day, I'm gonna have both, but I am a little more excited for Battlefield Three. Hence why I got the. Well, we made that agreement. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, right. Because we we're both frugal, right? These games are sixty bucks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I'm gonna purchase Battlefield Three when it comes out, and Nomad's gonna purchase Modern Warfare Three. So we're both gonna buy it on on platforms that we own. And then whichever one we prefer to play together, the other one that doesn't have it will have to buy that. Now we all know it's going to be Battlefield 3. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but that will definitely give us a chance to, you know... I, I want both, yeah. honestly. I think even if we do that, we're still going to end, end up buying up both. both. Yeah. Because I like, I like the Modern Warfare series. Yeah. I like the Battlefield series. I look at it from a multiplayer perspective. I would rather play Battlefield just because I love... Um, uh, vehicles and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And then, but then you get a lot of people from the Modern Warfare camp that go, "Oh, vehicles ruin it because if you get a jet, you kill it." But it's like whatever. Just, yeah, but that's called war. Yeah, <laughs> shit. If you have an upper hand. <laughs> you're you know, I mean, don't let them get the jet. Yeah, you know, get get a jet yourself. Get a helicopter. Pop them out. <laughs> I heard they're they're slowing the jets down too, so it's not uh, so nuts. <laughs> you should be crazy. Battlefield Two, you'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> Alright, so All right. that's that. Buy both. That's my recommendation. <laughs> they come on different months anyway. Yeah, so. Just buy both. Y- you know, you, we're gonna go to play and you're gonna think, oh, you know, this is kinda cool. Alright, I'll get this one. Then later on, you're like, fuck, now I gotta get this one too. <laughs> I know everyone's excited, but don't neglect your Batman Arkham City coming out on the yes. 18th. Yes. And um, I will also, miss. for RPG fans, Elder Scrolls, uh, they still own the rights to the name. Um, As of now, anyway. Yeah. Skyrim <laughs> Unlimited Dragons on November 11th. So don't neglect other other titles. Okay. Uh, they need homes too. They need homes too. Yes. All right. Well, who pissed you off? Who who made no? Who made you laugh? Who made who who made me laugh? Who this, made you cry? <laughs> this this particular one is. Uh, this is just when 
for me, this particular my number three douchebag is uh, is what, a douchebag. <laughs> is, is, a, is a real life douchebag, but in in the same token, it's just when you take video games a little too seriously. Right. There's that little step forward that makes you go, "Ooh, dude, maybe maybe too much." Yeah. Go uh, back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from a joystick. Uh, we read in we read in horror today that the story of Mark Bradford, the forty uh, six year old jobless father of three from Plymouth, Devon, UK. We now <laughs> the story. Before we get into the story, now we know why he's jobless. Uh, after being killed and then taunted by a thirteen year old opponent in Call of Duty Black Ops, Bradford tracked down his teenage opponent opponent in real life. Yeah, and proceeded to mercilessly choke the bitch. <laughs> I added that last part. What did Joystick say? They said gave him a, poured him a nice cold glass of Coca Cola, dude. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, the uh, attack was luckily thwarted by the teen's mom, and Bradford later admitted to one count of assault. It's a grim story and simply inexcusable. A grown man attacking a child Over like a video game, like this dude. turns our stomachs and should turn the stomach of any responsible, caring human. Uh, in the end of our post. Um, this is the end of our post on, uh, on the matter, and no way it continues after the break. Now, in joystick style. Okay, <laughs> they're gone. Sorry, we can't be too careful, and our bosses never leave, read after the jump, so here's the real post. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. We need, to real, we need to apologize about what we said about Mark Bradford, because Mark Bradford is a motherfucking Batman. <laughs> Listen to his quote from him. I'd, I'd been playing the whole day, and he was baiting me and baiting me and just would not shut up. He went on and on, and I just lost it. He ever felt that way about some wretched homophobic kid who has nothing better to do than play video games, eat barbecue chips, and taunt employed people? Yeah. So has everyone. <laughs> so has everyone. But only Mark Bradford had the sheer will and determination to find this punk's address, get in his car, pour a little, uh, pour that little asshole a refreshing Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We hope uh, shithead kids tell the story in hushed whispers about Mark Bradford. No, no, he came from, he came from my friend Danny. He teabagged him like forty times, and like thirty minutes later, <laughs> an eight foot tall guy in a trench coat showed up and made him eat forty liter teabags. 40 literal tea bags at gunpoint. This is true. To Mark Bradford, we know you're going to catch some flack from people who never suffered in the way that you were forced to. But know that we're preparing a banquet in your honor when you get out of the, when you get out of the clink. To the kid who we hope now permanently talks with a rasp, <laughs> or t- or talks like General Grievous in uh, in Reven- Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> or he keeps coughing every five yeah. minutes. Uh, when you act like a shithead to someone twice your age, you may tr- he they may try to kill you. Welcome to the last 2.5 million years of human evolution. Boom. Now, of course, the editor said the, the above work was clearly work of satire, most obviously denoted by the support in the 46-year-old man to choke a 13-year-old child. <laughs> it, it, that sort of gives it away, but also thanks to comic clues like Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> While it may not hit a comedic high watermark like Jay and Bob Strikes Back, Inside the bot strikes back. We won't stop working until we get there. That's right. <laughs> now, I, I mean, it's never. This guy has no life. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pathetic. It's, it's, and you can block people from chat, 
And also, in a first-person shooter, if he's talking shit, <laughs> shoot him in the face I know, in right? the game. I mean, he won't be talking shit if you were good at it. He's yeah. obviously talking shit because you suck. That's so true. play different people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, man. But that little satire part does denote what people feel sometimes. Yeah. I swear to God, yeah, it's one always, more thing. You always have that you're like, like, between you and me, if we we're playing online, it'd be like, oh, motherfucker, if you were here right now, I would, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I would. Oh, definitely. I'd I'd if I was playing, if I was playing <laughs> I'm not going to get out. Catch the bus, go all the way yeah. to your house, walk up, open the door, smack you down, and start teabagging your ass right there. If I was playing No Man Black Ops and shit was getting real, things would be said that needs to be forgotten the next day. <laughs> that needs to be forgotten the minute the game like ends. You cockeyed piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, good uh, game. Yeah, yeah. Alright, tomorrow? Yeah, okay, cool. See you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so, my number two douchebag is Sony. They've been douchebags quite a few times. They've been quite a few times this year, and it seems that they're continuing this trend <laughs> as we get closer to the end of the year, uh, which is putting them in high line of being douchebag of the year. Oh. Uh, Sony has uh, let it known to the National Association of Theater Owners. Let it be known. Also known as NATO. Yes. They're known as NATO. Really? Yes. No one saw that? Yeah. Jesus. They, yeah. Um, they decided to inform the National Association of the Air Owners that they will, starting May 1st, 2012, they will stop uh, purchasing or paying for the 3D glasses that we are forced to wear when we go to see a 3D movie. Forced to wear? Yes, forced to wear. <laughs> it's like, hey, I paid the extra for the 3D ticket. Yeah. I'm forced to wear the 3D glasses. <laughs> uh, but the, the real issue is, is that here's some backstory on the situation uh, movie studios wanted uh, theater owners to start to update the screens the projection but of course that comes at a cost yeah well the studios decided hey in order to alleviate all that we will purchase the 3d glasses so you can upgrade your theaters and they never did and they did they did they paid for it but now Sony is saying yeah okay we've done it enough now it's time for you to flip the... Uh, flip oh, that's what the, I meant. They yeah. never updated their, sh their uh, screens. Yeah, they did. They did. They updated and they converted and now Sony's saying, okay, enough time has passed. It's time for you to start flipping the bill. Now, according to the studios like Sony, it costs them roughly between 5 to $10 million on top of uh, publicity for those 3D glasses when they have a movie and it basically ups the budget by about 5 to $10 million. Well... Studios decide, or the movie theaters decided to say, um, no, that wasn't part of the agreement. So maybe we'll have to start rethinking our business model and maybe show a little less 3D movies, if that's the case. Oh, they're shooting some of the fuck. And studios are, well, we can talk about this and we'll work out some kind of agreement. One of the more popular uh, theories out there is that the cost will come down to the customer and the customer will have to pay for the 3D glasses. Really? Because the movies aren't expensive enough? Yes, to... because if we're already watching, uh, you know, a movie costs about 11 bucks to see. And, uh, you know, when you go and go and see a 3D IMAX movie, suddenly you're in the range of $20. Yeah. Now... And never mind if you're trying to buy some damn popcorn. Exactly, because, you know, they charge a reasonable amount for a $5 hot dog with a day-old bread. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and uh, I can get a freaking hot dog on the street from someone who can't speak yeah. English, but yeah. cheaper and better. Four fifty for a Coke when you could buy a 
12 pack for about 5 bucks of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it appears that um, Sony opting for this and may take a little prodding from the movie theaters to uh, coax them into this. But the fact that they are starting this on May 1st, which is the start of the summer box office season. And they also have The Amazing Spider-Man and Black Men in Black 3 coming out that year. It's going to piss consumers off. It is going to piss consumers off. But to be honest, we have the final say. Hmm. We have the final say in this. Because we can all stop going to those 3D movies and start going to the 2D versions. Yeah, what's wrong with 2D movies? Yeah. Like all of a sudden, I, 3D comes out and everyone needs to see... It's not. It's not like... It's either the movie is trying too hard to look 3D, yeah. or it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's a damn it, headache too. And somebody in uh, and in the UK they did a study and found that that only 16% of moviegoers thought 3D enhanced the movie. Yeah, yeah. And those were the stupid people. Yeah, and that means <laughs> over 80% think it was a complete waste of time. Yeah. So. Sony... It, that's in the UK. That's in the UK. Yeah. yeah. They take that shit seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, they are my douchebag, my second douchebags. But now, everybody is probably thinking, well, that's pretty douchey. That is pretty douchey. That is pretty douchey. Who the hell could possibly be more douchey than that? And I will tell you! Jesus Christ. Well, not Jesus Christ, but just <laughs> scared me. I'll tell you who can possibly do that. A Thai Christian school. Oh, you got it right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a Jewish human rights organization has called a Thai Christian leaders to condemn the Nazi themed parade at a Sacred Heart preparatory school in Chiang Mai where students were dressed up as Adolf Hitler and SS guards doing the Zeke Heil salutes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the Simon Wiesenthal Center, the International Jewish Human Rights group based in Los Angeles issued a statement on Monday denouncing an event that it said was glorifying Nazis. The images of the event showed a girl dressed up as Adolf Hitler, complete with a tooth, toothbrush mustache, leading a parade consisting of youngsters carrying a swastika flag and other groups dressed up in Nazi uniforms with plastic guns to complete the look. Because you can't go that far and not go all the way. Cause that's true. That's, you know, you just can't. Uh... Rabbi Abraham Cooper, associate dean with the Simon Wiesenthal Center, insists that from the visuals, it was clear that the Nazi celebration could not have taken place without the knowledge and cooperation of the school and administrators. Yeah, the big swastikas on yeah. everybody's arm probably yeah, gave you know, it away. Yeah. Uh, it is difficult to calculate the hurt such a display inflicted on survivors of the Holocaust and families of victims of the Holocaust. There is no justification for such an outrage to emanate from a place of learning. Uh... This particular school uh, is in Thailand, and it is a Christian school, by the way. Um, they have since issued an apology, and I'm um, trying to look for it right here, that uh, they, uh, oh yeah, here it goes. They expressed the deep apologies, it's lo article's long, I'm not going to read the whole thing, uh, but the deep apology for his pupils dressing up as Nazi outfits and marching in the event. The secretary, um, the secretary general of the Office of Public Education Commission, really, Office of the Public Education Commission, otherwise known as OPEC. Seriously, I'm really? Shaking. I'm just S M H. <laughs> uh, said the director of the Sacred Heart School has expressed regret and apologizes for the incident. The event was harshly criticized after pho uh, photographs taken on the sports day were posted online. 
I don't understand. There's always, every once in a while, there's something that happens, and you're like, how did you not know that was fucked up? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Here's here's the great thing about this. They, um, they said that the, the, the general, uh, the secretary general, said the students feel alarmed by the response as they had no intention to express any hidden agendas, and the teachers are sorry for what the students did. Well, the agenda's not hidden when you put a squat skull on your arm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty much out in the open. So teachers weren't informed, informed about the plan. This is the thing, too, and I was I was telling you this earlier. There's There's been talk about places in, in Asia because Asia wasn't really affected that much uh, by the Nazi hell like everyone else was. There's places in, in Asia where there's there's bars and clubs that have Nazi themes because yeah. they just think it's funny. But at this point in the information age, if you're not living in China, you can <laughs> go on the internet and know what the Nazis were about. Hell, I'm sure you could re- read it in China. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. that, that's just ignorance and it's the yeah. Nazi symbol is always disrespectful. I mean, if you yeah, if you're not hit, stuck behind the Great Firewall, you know, it it at some point, I mean, it's just it's one of those where you're just like, there has to be there is like I said earlier, there is a Aborigines group in the middle of the uh, outback in Australia that would see those pictures and go, oh, that's too that's, soon, always that too sucks. soon. That's not yeah. right. And this you know? is, it actually, just reminds me of a little thing. Um, I was watching a Minecraft video. Somebody was instructing on how to make like an underwater fucking base or some dumb shit. And you see in the background a big swastika. Somebody made this huge swastika, right? So, of course, everyone's like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> kind of and they get, the kid responds, and he goes, yeah, 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 swastika. Before Hitler used it, it was a symbol of peace. And I go, yes. But knowing that it's not a symbol of peace anymore, you had to use it, didn't yeah. you? And that was my comment. Because it's like, listen, there's a lot of symbols that get changed. Yeah. Swastika is a backwards Fucking, I forget what country it's from, but it meant peace or something or unity or whatever. That's great. Then Hitler took it and fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no taking it. that one back. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like in Clerks too. You know, I'm taking it back. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> uh, so, so who, who made you shake your head this week? You know what? My head was on a fucking swivel this week. <laughs> um, and that was by looking in the mirror. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess, you know, I left just in time because <laughs> a man, man who washed truck naked gets pro- probation in Massachusetts. Wow. Um, yeah, this is getting good old Attleboro, Massachusetts. A man who scrubbed his pickup truck in the nude at a Massachusetts car wash has been sentenced to a year of probation. Robert wow. E. Bailey of Cumberland, Rhode Island, now it makes sense, <laughs> pleaded guilty on Monday to, to open... No, I. you know what? Rhode Island is, is a beautiful place. It's kind of cool. It looks like somebody took a town and just squished it because they don't have that much space. But everyone's nice. But you, there's a lot of people that just look kind of off. Like, they have cabin fever. Like, they just... I don't know. Uh, Monday to open and... In gross conduct for being naked at Economy Car Wash in North Attleboro on May 31st. Wow. The Sun Chronicle reports that a woman vacuuming her vehicle at the business called police after she saw the 65-year-old Bailey in the nude. Police say Bailey was wearing shorts by the by the time they arrived at the scene and denied doing anything wrong. A judge also ordered Bailey to stay away from the car wash and the witness, stay away from the car wash and the witness, and to continue counseling. 
He will be <laughs> required to register as a sex offender. Really? Just for being naked, you have to be a sex offender? Well, I, I, I would bring up this joke, but you never saw uh, Horrible Bosses, so... So don't bring it up. Yeah. Done. So. <laughs> I'm going to watch that tonight. <laughs> um, this one is really just sad. Terrorism documentary mixes up video game footage with the real thing. <laughs> right? Oh my god. So... Is <laughs> a video. There's a video. <laughs> clip. Can't even I, can't even, I don't even know what to do. Um, <laughs> this British documentary on terrorism called "Exposure: Gaddafi and the IRA," uh, which was just funny to me, which aired on ITV uh, a few nights ago. I think like two weeks ago. Um, I don't get ITV, so I don't know. But I know what, it was recent. Uh, what makes this particular this particular documentary significant? Becomes clear at about, about oh well. There's a clip. I'll post it on the site. But around the 37 second mark, uh, when you see video of a truck mounted machine gun shoot down a helicopter, uh, normally this would be no laughing matter. The problem, however, is that this footage is not from a 1988 IRA film, as the documentary states, but from the 2009 video video game uh, ARMA2. <laughs> so. <laughs> This was first picked up on by a member of the official Bohemia in- Interactive Forums, uh, BI being the developer of the Arma, it's basically Arma, Arma series. Uh, while the footage is shown, we hear a voice say, with Gaddafi's, excuse, with Gaddafi's heavy machine guns, it was possible to shoot down a helicopter as a terrorist's own footage of, the 19, of 1988 shows. This is what the security forces feared the, feared the most. It may have been a lucky hit, but for the army and crew, once was enough. No one died in this attack. They didn't. Uh, but there was many other deadly arms to fear. So sad. The official documentary uh, had been viewable online uh, at a link. But I'm not even going to post it because you can only see it in the UK. Um, sorry, if anyone's in the UK and they're listening. Um Though it now seems to have been pulled. Oh, now I'm really not going to fucking yeah, put it really. um, That comes as no surprise, as its makers have admitted the error, as if they could deny it, and said <laughs> it will be fixed with the proper footage. So, you know... <laughs> really? You're making a documentary <laughs> about something really fucking heinous. Oh, and you God. put video game footage... Not only that, this video game's from 2009. I know that's not that far away... You'd be able to tell that it was a video game, right? Yeah, it wasn't you know what like I mean? it wasn't like you just pulled it offline right now. I, you know, what's funny is that it reminds me, and I'm old enough to remember this, that um, they were back in the '80s. There was this uh, video that they were trying to say that this one group was using as a as a recruitment video, and uh, they were saying the FBI was saying, "Yeah, we found this video, which was a recruitment video." And uh, they were supposed to, uh, it, it was somehow supposed to show um, uh, how to, it, to recruit people to become Islamic terrorists. Right. Well, the problem was, is that oh, in the video was footage from an 80s action movie that starred Fred Dreyer. Yeah! From Hunter. Nothing wrong with that. And it was showing clips of that, and I, I remember watching it going... See him with like a headband and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I look, I'm like, wait, that looks like. And then it was later found out. They go, yeah, it was a movie called I think it was Death Before Dishonor. Oh it my was, god! Uh, yeah, they use it. I was like, really, guys, this like, one? 
<laughs> well, you're gonna see. They're gonna talk about you know. You can see Band of Brothers in there. Yeah, you're gonna, think, you're gonna see. It's gonna be on the news because there was a military skirmish in Afghanistan last Friday, and then it's gonna show <laughs> Battlefield it, Three. It's gonna show Steven Seagal and shit <laughs> in that Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> they're gonna have a fucking Battlefield Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like. I mean, it's and yes, I get it. These games are looking really realistic, but. Check your fucking sources. This day of the internet now, it seems like people are just getting really fucking lazy. Even the professionals are just getting lazy. And they're like, oh, okay. You believe everything you see on the internet? What a fucking douche, dude. Oh, my God. Whatever. And what's the connection with Gaddafi and the IRA? Whatever. I gotta look into that. I'm not gonna watch that documentary to find out. Anyway, my number one douchebag is more of a reflective thing. Kid says, God bless you in a classroom and causes um, a bit of problems. Um, this is an interesting one. So, the common practice of saying, God bless you, after someone sneezes is part of American culture. Um, I don't know if people say it that much outside of America, in other English-speaking countries. I don't mm. know if it's... We say it here. Yeah. Most people say, bless you. They don't say, God bless you. Or salut. Uh, yeah. Around the Bible Belt, they say, God bless you. Um, salut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Somebody said that to me today. Yeah. But it sparked a controversy at a Bay Area high school this week. Uh, teacher Steve Kukovich, 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 ooh, docked his students' students' scores after they said "bless you" in the middle of class. He says talking of any kind is disruptive and takes time away from class. So that's the first douchebag, dude. Really. <laughs> That's one of those things that you can always say. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, thank you is another way. Like, if someone hands you a pencil, you can say thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the first douchebag. There's multiple douchebags. Kukovich teaches health at William C. Wood High School in Vacaville, which makes him a double douchebag because it's just health, dude. Calm down. You're not a math <laughs> teacher, you know? Just relax. Uh, quote. You're not teaching quantum theory. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Um, quote, the blessing, the blessing doesn't make any sense anymore, Kukovic told the Fox affiliate in Sacramento. When you sneezed in the old days, they thought you were dispelling evil spirits out of your body. So they were saying, God bless you for getting rid of evil spirits. But today, what, what you're doing doesn't really make any sense. Okay, I agree, but no one is saying bless you because they think evil spirits are going to go into your body. They're saying it because it's polite to say because it's just part... It's part of the vernacular. It's yeah, just, that's it. That's it. It's 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 a polite way because it's it's the way of saying Facebook me. It's yeah. it's just sneezing, part of the lexicon. Sneezing is embarrassing. Yeah. You make a loud noise suddenly that you can't control. So as an acknowledgement to that, someone is saying, "Hey, bless you, man." Yeah. And then you be like, "Cool." Then everything's fine. Yeah. Then everything. You know, yeah. Whatever. It's, it's like when you it, and if you sneeze and no one says anything. It's like when someone farts and no one acknowledges that it happened. Yeah, but you don't say bless you, someone fart. You're like, hey, homie, man, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's the end of that douchebag. So, some parents were furious with the teacher, claiming his rule was anti-religious. Now we're starting the new douchebag. (laughs) Kukovic apparently listened to the parents. He says he will no longer deduct points from assignments for disruption. But he added really? he'll continue he was deducting points. Yeah, wow. But he added he he will continue to control his classroom. Ooh. Uh-huh. On Thursday, uh, on Thursday, the district the district made it its first comments on the issue. Superintendent John Niederkorn said that Kukovich thought the students were sneezing in dramatic fashion, with the intent of disrupting the class. Okay, that does happen. Achoo, bless you, motherfucker. You know, got it. But his little comment about the fucking evil spirit thing yeah. kind of kills that, you know? So, quote, 
It was brought to the district's attention a few days... You know he says it like this, too. It was brought to the district's <laughs> attention a few days ago that students... Were, As he's looking at his watch, yeah, you know, just... Students were disciplined for being disruptive in class. The teacher believed the students were dramatically sneezing and responding in, in repeti repetitive fashion. Saying bless you over and over again, be dicks, basically. It's kind of worded wrong. Uh, one of the concerns in the social co convection of saying zoom tight... God bless, that's big where I come from. Zoom tight. Hmm. Um, God bless you or bless you after someone sneezes. Of course, is whether a series of these re repeated remarks by blah, 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 blah. So basically he says, he's backing up his teacher saying, hey, you know what? The kids are being assholes. Saying it over and over again. Whether that's true or not, I don't really give a shit. So, second douchebag. Not the superintendent. He just did the fucking cookie cutter response. Everyone leave me the fuck alone. You know, whatever. Anti-religious? Yeah. First of all, religion is not supposed to be in school. First of all. Okay. But when I was in high school, this, I'm going to bring a story in. And this is why this particular story pissed me off. I'm an atheist, okay? I'm not fucking preaching. <laughs> but I, I don't give a fuck. Every, whatever makes you happy, believe it. You know what I mean? I, I used to have in high school, I used to have a, a necklace. It's, it's called the Evolve Fish or the Darwin Fish. Right. A little fish with feet in the face. And it says Evolve on it. Uh, Vice Principal told me to take it off. Says you can't wear that. that's that's offensive to some Christians. I'm like, really? Well, they're wearing crosses, right? And personally, I didn't care that they're wearing crosses. I was just trying to make a point that they're wearing crucifixes of some dude hanging from a freaking cross. It's kind of it's kind of morbid, dude. You know? And he's like, well, that's different. You know? And I'm like, oh, okay. So that brings me to the point that religion is not supposed to be in school. Yeah. So you can't use that as an anti-religious as a defense. He's not. He's. It's not an inquisition. He's well, he's not. Specifically saying that, you know, I don't believe in this saying that, you know. Yeah, he's believing, he's not saying, and remember, he's still a douchebag, but he's not saying, I don't want them to say God bless you because it's a Christian thing. He's saying, I, God bless you doesn't make sense because back in the day it was it was like the same thing as people thinking your soul was going to get taken when they first started making pictures for uh, cameras and shit. You know, it's, it's an old way of thinking. We obviously don't think that way anymore. I don't think anyone in at least America or Europe believes that or our developed world, believes that, um... I don't want to miss anybody. They get that one email, Hey, motherfucker! Yeah. Um, and in the, in the, you know, in the scientific world, rather, believes that evil spirits are going to go in your body if you don't say God bless you when you sneeze. We all know it's, it's your body. It's just a natural thing. You know, but the anti-religious thing gets on my fucking nerves, and it really only seems to be an American problem. This constant fucking religion, school thing, fight back and forth. And it just gets old. Because we're there to learn. We're not there to have a big dramatic scene and waste resources on if a teacher's being anti-religious about not saying God bless you. And they shouldn't be docking fucking points from kids for saying bless you. Even if they're being destructive, send them out of fucking class. Yeah. Handle your fucking business. You yeah, know what if I mean? You're, if you're handling your class like you claim you are. It's obvious that it wasn't because they were saying it over and over again because of this comment about they shouldn't even say it anyway because blah, 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 blah. Even if that was his case, once he says they shouldn't even be saying it anyway because the evil spirits bit, all credibility is out the window. Yeah. We all know now that you told him not to do it because you're a fucking, probably some atheist with a trip on his shoulder. Let's be honest because there's plenty of them. Yeah. Um, I say bless you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just... It's a vernacular, just like you said. And I think that... I usually say, dude, I'm trying to read. Do you mind? Right. <laughs> the, overall, the overall thing in the story is the overall douchebag in, in this. If you really think... And this is a thinker. If you really think about it, the douchebag is the general American public. Mm. 
the over overreacting about little things, not being open-minded to other people's beliefs. I mean, we can go into all types of shit, but basically, when it all comes down to the thing, is that kid said God bless you, he said you shouldn't have to say that, and parents acted like he was fucking Satan. Still a douchebag, though. He's kind of an asshole, yeah. you know? Parents are douchebags, the kids are douchebags if they were doing it repetitively. The only one who's not a douchebag is the cold pimp of a fucking uh, superintendent just like, hey, motherfucker, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna say whatever I need to say. But I just, I just, it got me thinking that one. Like I read yeah. it, and I was just, it reminded me some things, some negative things that happened to me when I, because I went to high school in Arizona, it's a little closer to the Bible Belt than good old California. So, uh, had some problems back then, but we got through it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, douchebags. All right, let's 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 move on to good people. Yeah. So, let's see who's up first as far as ah, be me. Um, so. My epic like all the other 45 podcasts. <laughs> My epic person of the week. Um, this is actually kind of funny. So you may, may may or may not have heard about this, but the Comic Code Authority is gone. Boo. Well, Oh, yay! <laughs> well, technically they've been gone since 2009, but officially came to Yeah, no one knew. That was so funny. Like, I know. No one no, knew. No one no knew. One was, they were still putting the stamp on the comic. Like, Wait a minute, what? They were still paying money. <laughs> yeah. But nobody to no one. Like, no who, one. Who collected that money? It was just that one person that was doing it. And then they Chilling, finally, Yeah, dude. and then they finally go, well, we're cutting it. Uh, but back in the day, the Comic Book Authority came into being when a hack psychologist decided that comic books attributed to the delinquency of minors during the 50s. So he used the same we um, he used the same tactics that many companies use today, but they call them sampling. Uh, the psychologist, in essence, went to prisons and asked prisoners what they read. It seemed that many read comic books, so he deduced that comics were thereby the de- um, caused the delinquency of minors hey, in America. Prisoners also drink water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drink more soda. <laughs> in, in, in traditional Salem fashion, the government got involved oh, and. Like uh, and the industry started the Comic Code Authority. Yeah, that's well known. Man. Yeah, that's horrible. That dude's an asshole. <laughs> that's, that's a that's an original douchebag <laughs> right there. Uh, so, in theory, it was designed to get a stamp of approval if it follows. Um, comics were designed to get a stamp of approval if it followed certain guidelines that upheld a certain moral code. You know, what, real real quick. Sorry to interrupt. I just realized this has happened to almost every medium. Yeah, comics, music. Remember with Twisted Sister, yeah. he's up there. Happened to video games, games as well. Movies. It's kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, by the dawn of the '90s, it stopped giving approval and became more of a pay your dues and you can publish it entity. Mm-hmm. By the 2000s, Marvel had stopped using the Comic uh, Code Authority, and thus began the fall. By the beginning of the year, the authority was dropped by DC, and even Archie Comics stopped using it. They didn't need to in the first place. <laughs> yeah. In the twi- in a twist of pure irony, the First Amendment group, Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, has received intellectual property rights for the symbol and plan to use it for their cause by um, selling the image on t-shirts and other merchandise as a symbol of self-censorship by the entire comic book industry. Wow. Yeah. It makes you wonder what the people from yesteryear would think about all this. I read that and I was like, I wonder what Stan Lee says. Because he was a big, he hated that shit. Yeah, he really I hated. read his, um, his, uh, what the hell? Biography. Biography, thank you. And, well, his autobiography, yeah. he wrote it. Of course. Of course. No one can write a biography yeah. but him about yeah. himself. You know, so many, so many adjectives yeah. to explain one thing. And it was just because back then, the comic code thing nowadays is kind of whatever. Yeah. You, you know, a few years ago when it was being used. But back then, I mean, it was, he had a story come out about um, Spider-Man had to 
save his friend who was addicted oh, to, drugs. Addicted to drugs, and, and he, the story was I've read it. It's a beautiful yeah. story. I mean, it's I've not read. advocating drugs at all. No, Spider Man is trying to help his friend. Yeah, and, but because the comic code re, um, strictly prohibits any mention of drugs, whether it's good or bad, or somebody trying to help someone. They couldn't get the stamp of approval. Yeah, and it didn't get crap. You see him doing lines in his yeah. arm. Just dumb shit like that. He, he was just on some kind of drug, yeah. and Spider-Man was helping him through. It's actually quite a, quite a beautiful story. It's, it's original Stanley yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And that couldn't even come out. And that was the story where Stanley's like, uh, "No, it's gonna come, come out." out. Yeah. And he took the fucking coat off. Yeah. You know, he and took- he started. He jumped it off from there. Yeah. Um, DC was DC's always been a little more conservative. Yeah. So they kept on to it for a little bit more. Um, but it's good. It's good to know that shit's good. It should die. I mean, I just thought that was the biggest slap in the face to that whole thing where the uh, First Amendment, uh, First Amendment group gets yeah. intellectual property. Yeah, that's it's like, funny. It's just like, wow, that's dude, awesome. That's awesome. I'll be. By the way, I'll be buying that shirt when it comes I'm out too. Yeah. I'm gonna rock that shit. <laughs> uh, who's your uh, Who's your epic person of the week? Chris Christie, <laughs> Governor of New Jersey, and Republican Governor. Of New Oh. And maybe presidential candidate, who knows? And maybe boss, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, for this. For this. Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey yanked $420,000 in tax credits away from the MTV reality show Jersey Shore on Monday. Now, it's amazing to me that Jersey Shore was getting that many for a fucking ridiculous show. This is his quote, okay? I have no interest in, in pol- policing... I'm sorry, let me start. I have no interest in policing the content of such projects. Chrissy wrote in a letter to the New York Economy Development Authority informing them of his veto. However, as chief executive, I am duty-bound to ensure that the taxpayers are not footing a $420,000 bill for a project which does nothing more than perpetuate misconceptions about the state and its citizens. So the tax credits came from a program aired at encouraging more TV shows and movies to be filmed in the state as an economic development initiative. The show, which is the most widely watched program in MTV's history, was originally approved for tax credit in 2009. 2009 is when that show started. Jesus. Um, Why does it feel so much longer? I know. Because it's horrible. (laughs) Local officials in Seaside Heights said there had been a boost in economic activity, but Christie has been a vocal critic of the tax program as a whole and the show in particular, and said he was surprised when he first learned Jersey Shore was receiving so much in tax credits. He said he received calls from a national coalition of Italian-Americans to veto the tax credits. This is well known, that many Italian-Americans are extremely upset about the show, because they basically took every negative stereotype of a, of a certain subgroup of humanity and, yeah. and put it all in new Snooky. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's and it. She looks like they stuffed it all into so, her. <laughs> that I've watched that show. I can't even bring a myself. few times because my wife likes to watch it and laugh at it. But it's so it's disrespectful. It it's, is. It's just it's, blatantly disrespectful, and that's why people watch it. Yeah, because it's just so it's just so fucked up. So Christy goes on to say, "Oh, I'm sorry. Christy's decision received the support of state lawmakers on both sides, Republican and Democrat. They finally agreed on something. Oh, I know <laughs> um, of the aisle Monday. Quote: I can't believe we are paying for fake tanning for Snooky and the situation. And mm-hmm. and I and I am not even sure four hundred twenty thousand dollars covers that. Said wow. state rep. That was um, D Clan O'Scanlan. That's an Irish man stepping in for the Italians. It's just a new world. You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Obama's America. <laughs> so, it's Obama's America. State, State Senator uh, Joe Vitale nope. Town told, the, told the New Jersey State Ledger that this is a show that used bigoted remarks and said he was glad the governor exercised his veto power. Uh, Christie has an official letter that you can find. Um, I read this article from the Huffington Post, by the way, because I just read their entire article. So Huffington Post, by the way, is an awesome news site if you guys want to check it out. I get a lot of real news. Not video games and shit. Like, real news, I go to Huffington Post. Um, this, one thing with the Jersey Shore, and I remember the first time I saw it, I, I went, whoa, when they said the word Guido. Yeah. That's a racist slur. Yeah. And, and we've come to a point in American society where when a racist slur is said about a white group or a European group. It's okay. It's funny, right? Yeah. But if the N-word is dropped, um, yeah. fuck it. If someone says nigger, well, right? Well, or, well, or anything, bean or wetback, blah, 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 well, you well, know? The thing is, is that if it's said within, the, it's become okay if it's said within the certain subgroup. Right. Like being Hispanic, if I called my, uh, called my brother a, a beaner, you know, it's not offensive because it's it's uh, Hispanic saying to another but all you're Hispanic doing is perpetuating. You're perpetu- yeah, and I've always felt that that was stupid. Like how? Oh yeah, well, like the the African Americans say, oh well, we're taking back the N word because you know we're making it not offensive. Take get rid of it. Yeah, don't take it. Don't back. take it back. It's never. It was never a good word to begin with. First of all, you're taking it back. It was never a word you used. Yeah, it was never a word that culture used. Exactly. Period. And that and it's, a, it's a bastardization of of negro, yeah. which just means black in Spanish. Right. And that's and that's the thing. It's like you know everybody should just strictly get away. I mean, and, and you know, I I I told the story before. I used to work uh, retail, and I was helping a customer one time. Very well-dressed, well-spoken, African-American guy. He was sporting a suit, and I was helping him out with some um, some nice clothes and stuff like that. And then these two, you know, young... these Well, it was a group of younger guys came in, looking at some Timberlands, perpetuating the stereotype, being loud, being obnoxious, yeah. and then, you know, using the uh, N-word and all that other stuff back and forth with each other. And when they left, and then the, 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 the gentleman looked back at me, remind, remind you... That this guy was African American himself. He looks and he just shakes his head and he goes, "Effing n words." And, yeah, I was like, and, and I, actually, I've spoken and you see Chris Rock says it. Yeah, I've spoken to many um, black people, African Americans, whatever. Um, they don't like it either. Yeah, you know, it's it's the younger crowd, and being that the younger crowd is louder, yeah, you think it's everybody, right. and everyone has stereotypes. Yeah, I mean, um, white people have their stereotypes too that we're fucking cousins yeah. and but even, even weird sub, shit. But even subset of white culture, you know, Irish, uh, Irish, Italian, Italian, English, Spanish, yeah. uh, French. You know, there, there's there is those subtypes. I'm supposedly drunk and beat my wife. Well, you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's the thing, and, and, and you know, it, it's one of those where it, it's just I, I, I you know, I, I've always found it to be that re, that reverse racism. That's why what makes community so hilarious yeah. is the fact that you're trying so hard to not be racist that you are being racist exactly because you're like, oh well, we can't say this to this group because this word, this word, this word, this word, uh, this meaning. All has that. All has that connotation. You know, you know how we need to be, and I'm not putting myself on a pedestal, but it's just it's an example I have. It happened last night. Last night I took um, all my kids to the park. Okay, now I live in a neighborhood that's predominantly Hispanic because I live in Southern California. That's not. 
I don't care. My wife is Hispanic. I don't give a shit. I literally walk through the world and I don't notice. I don't know. Maybe I was born with a part of my brain is missing, but I don't really notice people's color unless they're being perpetuating stereotypes. Right. Then I notice. Then I notice they're being disrespectful to their, their own culture. <laughs> um, I was at the park and we, we had a good time. I was chatting with people there, you know, um, with some of the parents, a couple fathers there hanging out. Um, and I left and my wife said, do you notice that you were the only white person at that park? And I go, what? And she said, you're only, only Caucasian at the park. I'm like, no, I didn't notice. She said, how could you not know? Because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Human beings are at the park. Yeah. To me. that's And I'm not trying to be all fucking mushy about it, hug yeah. about I don't give a fuck. And it's the same thing with me. Like, if I know I'm in a bad area, and it's not strictly because there's a certain ethnic, you know, uh, predominant, per, uh, predominant ethnic group there. It's simply because everybody looks seedy, white. African Americans, yeah. you know, Hispanics, everybody, you, and just the way the neighborhood is, you know, it, some trash. of the hardest, some of the hardest, roughest neighborhoods in America are full of white people. Yeah, you know, it's not. I mean, South Boston, oh yeah, uh, parts of parts of New York. We're talking Italians, talking Irish. We're, we're not talking, you know, Black Hispanic. Poor people are yeah. seedy. It, it has nothing <laughs> to do with the color of your skin. Uh, it's just, uh, and and I, I'm not trying to be on a soapbox about it. But I just. I really wish this shit would stop. It gets yeah. old. You know, I still, every once in a while, I get I get a look. Because of me and my wife. Because she's Salvadorian and I'm Irish. Every once in a while, I'm white. <laughs> people it's will, true. It's, pe- people will turn and be like, oh, you know. And yeah. I just ignore it. Yeah, I just yeah. like, whatever. That's your fucking problem. <laughs> you know, but. And honestly, I mean, there's so many Hispanics. You might as well marry one. It's all over the fucking place. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's like an invasion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, uh, I think it's time to go to I love how you, you, it's like, racism sucks, and then right at the end, just slip it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> fuck it up. But that's because racism is so ridiculous, you might as well make fun of yeah. it. Uh, so, now going on to site comments. Uh, let's see. Racist site comments? <laughs> <laughs> there weren't that many, to no, be they're, honest. They're, Come on, bring it up, people. Let's, we got, yeah, I know, we kind of we kind of hit a lull this week. So. This week was kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, your first one was from well, we have two actually from Adrian Roberts this week, 1986. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm looking at the recommendations in the show notes, going, "Damn, these are short." I'm like, "Oh wait." <laughs> uh, for your Captain Adam review, oh yeah, um, for my Captain Adam review from Adrian Roberts, 1986, might not want to be that specific on your uh, your online <laughs> name. Um, good review. I had never heard of him either because I I said I had I didn't know much about uh, Captain Adam in the previous universe of DC. Uh, heard of him either before the reboot may check the series out um, the reason I put this up here is because my poetry oh, inspired was... someone to do something so I just thought that was nice uh, obvious much Cook uh, posted a comment about uh, my Mortal Kombat reboot so the original Mortal Kombat was a classic game uh, you can't reboot a classic tis tis next thing you know they're going to remake Scarface and possibly reboot uh, Street Fighter oops Sorry to tell you, obvious. Obviously, you didn't know they are remaking Scarface. Yeah. So yeah, and I thought I heard whispers of Street Fighter. It could be. I but thought. I, I think, Street but Fighter, I think they're still continuing. Yeah, Street Fighter. Street Fighter is one of those things that you know it's still going on. It's still going on, and you know. I don't know. Adrian Roberts again talking about uh, DC sells out this week. I agree. I think it'll be interesting to see if the subsequent issues manage to sell so well. 
Uh, and I agree. And I, I really want to keep an eye on I, it. I like to see... I want to see it because, like I've always said, yeah, month, week one, month one, we'll all be hot, uh, we'll all be hot but come first of the year, that's three yeah. months down the line, I want to see if it's still boating those numbers. So Right, right. So uh, this week we got... This week's recommendations. My recommendation this week, iOmega Ego... Or Ego portable hard drive. Uh, I picked this up yesterday because I'm looking for a small portable hard drive that I can take to uh, take with me on a trip and dump all my stuff on there. Picked this up, 80 bucks over there at Fry's. It actually comes with the USB 2.0 and a USB 3.0 uh, oh, connection. Cool. So yeah, and 3.0. Does it FireWire? Huh? FireWire? Uh, doesn't have FireWire on it. But the 3.0 actually, it, it, in essence, is supposed to make the transfer uh, faster transfer rate. Yeah. So uh, it actually was was really cool, and when you plug it in, it's also USB powered, so you don't have to worry about a power source, That's which is cool. which is what I wanted. Yeah. That's really what I was looking for. So yeah, it's eight, a USB powered. Uh, actually, when you plug it in, it actually shows two two drives, and it actually shows a, a CD drive, which is their um, their program, all the extra stuff that comes with the hard drive. Sexy. So you can go ahead, and it actually comes with an encryption, so you can encrypt the hard drive. Um, you, you don't want people looking at your porn. Man. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, when I make a movie. <laughs> when I make a movie, I make, I make a, a movie. I make a movie for myself. <laughs> um, and too, like I said, uh, when I talked earlier about uh, formatting, iOmega has a real cool download program that you can go ahead and um, if you want to convert it to FAT32, uh, it's easy to do, does everything by itself. It's basically one click. Uh, so I, I really liked it. It's really small, and all. And this particular one also comes with a uh, rubber uh, rubber spider case, so it actually um, stays on the damn desk. It stays on the damn desk, and also too, it covers the edges yeah, and yeah. Uh, and across the top. So if you drop it, so basically when you drop it, it's gonna it's gonna fall on the places where the spider thing right. Is. So you, you know it's going to give you some extra cushion. I really liked it, really dug it, and um, looking forward to using, using not, it a lot. It's not if you drop it; it's when you drop it's it. It's when you drop it, yeah. Because <laughs> it's 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 bigger than an iPod, but not by much. Yeah. So, so um, I'm reviewing kind of an older game, but since it's coming out on PC soon, I wanted to throw this out. La Noir. Um, this game really blew me away. I, I went into it honestly not expecting much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I think I just didn't. I don't know. I was just like, whatever, it's cop. Yeah, you probably heard of people starting to yeah, bitch about certain things. talking shit. But I have been thoroughly enjoying um, the technology between the face recognition, the um, storyline. Also, another cool thing is the DLC. There's about, I think, seven cases that you can download. Each case is three bucks. Yeah. For eleven ninety nine, you can buy all the cases. That is reasonable. Yeah. Because these cases are pretty long. I've spent maybe an hour or two hours on one case. Yeah. You know, and one of them free for madness. I kind of, yeah. It's not even my game because I borrowed it from Nomad. I'm tempted to pay the eleven ninety nine to get all the cases. Um, this game really is something different, and also the last game Team Bondi ever will make. Yeah. So you might want to check it out. Um, they thoroughly use the Rockstar um, engine beautifully. I mean, it's it's such a shame that some infighting and some silly executive decisions fucked up that I, company. I think one of the big things with, like you said, I, one of the things that kind of slowed me down on L.A. Noir, I great game, by the way, it's just, it does take long to really go through a case. Yeah, you have and to be in. You have, yeah, yeah, and you, you can't go, oh, well, I got an hour, I'll go drop in for an hour and play, and plays. No, 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 no. You gotta play, you got time, I'm not doing anything for the rest of the night, hop yeah. on, you can because do a case can, or two. I mean, it auto-saves, and, and you'll, you, it honestly is a lot too, which is yeah. kind of cool. I can just turn the system off. I don't. I don't really have to save it. I don't think I can save it. Um, 
But yeah, you and you have to be paying attention. Yeah, it's not a casual. I'm gonna go fuck something up. Gate. You have to be like, okay, it's not a GTA. Here, you have a notebook. It's like here are the clues. And I love the interrogations. Yeah, like you, you sit there, and I'm really good at them too. A lot of people tell me they suck at them. I think they're just not paying attention. Everyone trying to see you not read clues. Yeah, like you can either say they tell you something, like you ask them a question, they tell you something. You can either believe them, doubt them, or say they're lying. Now, if you say they're lying, you're going to have to give them evidence as to why they're lying. Right. So you got to have evidence to back it up. You actually have to physically find the evidence. Like, uh, one case, I found something that you didn't, and you actually got a trophy for it. I'll tell you about it off things. I don't want to ruin the case. Uh, I'll tell you about it off, off air. Off, off the air. air. Off the air. Yes. But, right. uh, yeah, check it out. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm reading this. Yeah. Before we head out. <laughs> <laughs> We want to remind you that you have many chances to follow us, which is lucky for you because we are fucking interesting. Um, be sure to like our Facebook page, The Lazy Geeks, one word, uh, because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? Don't we? Don't we do. Do I, I don't really give a fuck, to yeah, be you honest. Do. You really do. I you do. Deep down I do. You do. I do. <laughs> My dad never loved me. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, at The Lazy Geeks, or this, this chumpola over here, this goomba over here. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> at lazy underscore nomad or myself at lazy underscore sapien. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube um, oh, yeah. since we have a web, web series, series that we're working on, yeah. um, which can only be yeah. get better as we <laughs> fine tune our craft. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's the lazy geeks as well channel. Uh, that's all one word, right? Yeah, yeah lazy geeks all one word. Uh, all music on this podcast is provided by the talented and possibly sexy Kevin McLeod. <laughs> Uh, it's about about time for us to check out. Be, but please be sure to comment on. It doesn't sound like I'm reading at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, be sure to comment on this. Sounds so natural. <laughs> <laughs> but please be sh- please. be sure to comment on this or any podcast either on iTunes or the website thelazygeeks.com. That's also all one word, like yeah. all websites. Yeah. Um, tell us the good, the bad, and the deeply sexy. Like what? Because we, you? You know? we know they're sexy. Yeah, them. we already know these things. Yeah. I mean, just we just like to hear. Yeah, it. we just like to read stuff. Uh, <laughs> be sure to leave comments because if you do, we may read it on the podcast, much like we did for Obvious Much in Adrian Roberts' 1986. Ooh, that gosh. happens. That happens. You know what I'm saying? It might happen to you. <laughs> you might need some penicillin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. Until next week. So, we'll <laughs>